You're listening to Podcast Radio with me, Kavita. We are down at the podcast show and joining me now is Matthew Aldis from Reach PLC. Hey, Matthew, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> good, thanks. Sorry for just throwing you into the hot seat there. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I'm used to it. So have you been here all morning and have you seen any talks yet? Have you learned anything interesting? I've, I've seen uh, a little bit of, of some bits, but I had a nightmare parking, so I didn't end up getting in the building until about half past 11. Oh, no. But yeah, so I've, I've really only been there for like an hour or so. Um, but it's, I mean, the place is, I've never been here before, and it's quite something. It is, it's quite buzzing, and just all the chat about podcasts is quite exciting, isn't it? I know, it? everywhere you go, someone's talking about what you're interested in, so that, <laughs> that, that makes it a, a, a fun thing. Totally. <laughs> so what is Reach PLC? Well, Reach are the company that own a lot of uh, regional papers, like newspapers pub, uh, and websites. Um, so, for example, the Liverpool Echo, Manchester Evening News, Bristol Post or Bristol Live now. Um, uh, they also own like the Mirror and uh, OK Magazine uh, and, and some other titles like that, but mainly regional. They focus on, on regional sort of news. But then you say that and you say regional news and regional newspapers and I'm like, but that's not linked to podcasts. So where does podcasting come into it? Well, it started off in the company as football because oh. every town has a club uh, and in the bigger cities like Liverpool, for example, they thought we'll start a podcast around Liverpool FC and uh, and it's just sort of that that took off that uh, more than they expected so lots of other people started in in different centers started uh, making podcasts and um, and it, it just sort of like went from there to and then got to a point where there was so many and there was no order so they needed someone to come in to sort of clean it all up get some cohesion between uh, processes and and uh, try and figure out what, co- uh, what sort of equipment people needed to use uh, rather than spending £4,000 in one place and, and £2,000 in another place. And mm-hmm. they wanted a consistent sort of figure they could put to how much it cost to get set up and all sorts of things like that. So the, the beginning years were mainly around trying to clean all of that up. And then we moved into sort of development and diversifying into lots of different sort of topics. So a lot of it, most of it, almost all of it was sport. Uh, and then we sort of brought in um, some mental health projects and some uh, gaming projects. And uh, now we've got like a Royal Family podcast. We've got gaming, like I say. Um, we've just started a Pride of Britain Awards podcast um, with The Mirror. So there's, it sort of started from they they saw a potential and then wanted to grow it but had no idea so they they pulled someone in uh, which would be myself to try and do it and to be honest when I started I had no idea if I could do it either <laughs> but, but it seems to be going okay you did success <laughs> do you have um you mentioned there are so many different genres now from sports to gaming to the new Pride of Britain podcast do you have a favorite one that you've worked on well, the one I work on the most, which aligns with my passion, which didn't, wasn't my passion when I started producing this podcast, but the host managed to get me into it, is Level Up, um, which is our gaming podcast. Um, I, I'd never gamed in my life, uh, and I just found editing and listens, listening to these conversations around gaming and the culture of gaming and all this stuff that 
I just it blew my mind and I was so interested with by it and there's like s certain little facts and things I didn't realize how the gaming world affects the real world and and things and and then I just got hooked on gaming and then I started gaming and now I've just recently bought a three and a half thousand pound PC <laughs> to game on purely to game on uh, so it, it, that's probably had the biggest impact on my life, that particular podcast. That's brilliant. I love that. And, you know, you're saying it's really fascinating listening to the stories. And there's a phrase that's always banded around, which is content is king, right? And that's kind of what you focus on is quality content. Yeah, I think when, when, uh, when people use the term content is king, they kind of miss a whole step before that, in my opinion, at least, which is you need to hit a baseline of audio quality, at least, um, to be able to effectively communicate your idea. Yeah. You could have the best idea in the world, but if it doesn't stand up to the saturated competition that there is now, you won't stand out from the crowd. You won't even have a chance of standing out from the crowd. You'll stand out in the wrong way, not the right way. So a lot of, it doesn't mean that it has to be expensive, you can you can get set up for 70 pounds all in yeah like that is it's so so easy and you can get a good sound but but there is a degree of learning how to edit learning um learning what compression is what normalizing is learning a lot of other technical sort of bits and pieces about noise gates and and all sorts of things like this if you don't know that stuff and you know if you're starting a podcast it shouldn't scare you away from it you will end up knowing it you just learn one of those things at a time and make yourself better. But don't start recording on your iPhone microphone, even though people say you can. Um, and you can. I would probably say just splash out and spend £70 on a decent USB microphone um, with, a, with an arm like this and just something very simple um, that's going to help you when you do get good at, at, at that mixing and that editing it's gonna help that sound so much better rather than just incrementally sort of increase the quality of it. So I feel like that is a massive step that people miss out. Then the idea, the idea is the most important part of developing a podcast, but it's not the most important part of executing a podcast. That's interesting. And would you say then the technical side is the most important part, the, the levels and everything? It, it's, yeah, yes. Yeah, um, pro probably. It should be the thing you don't really think about. Yeah, so you should yeah. be competent at it at, um, to, to a point. And not everybody is going to want to spend loads of time learning how to edit and whatnot. And, and that's okay. There's programs out there nowadays. Like, um, it's the one I heard of most recently. Uh, it's Audiate, where it, it basically it will transcribe your podcast and then you can just delete the sentences in text and then it will delete Wait, the audio. What? I know, it's mad, right? It's absolutely mental. How does that work? So, so you'll have a line like what I just said, and I yeah. just said like there, and you might not want that word in. So you go and highlight the text that says like, delete, hit the delete key on your keyboard, and then it deletes and, and, and um, crossfades the audio so that it's like a seamless cut. Uh, and then you can export that data. So it, even in terms of editing, there are people out there just trying to make it so easy for you. So um, clever. It's really clever. It's so clever. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, after, after that, I would probably say most of the skill comes from what you're doing now. 
presenting and 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 trying to sort of have make make the conversation flow. Yeah, yeah, which is a skill in itself. You have to. It's just practice, guys. When I first started, <laughs> I was rubbish anyway. <laughs> I still am rubbish. I still am. No, definitely not. <laughs> and as a listener, then, do you have a favourite podcast that you're listening to at the moment? Oh, God, I, it flips because some days I really don't want to listen to any podcast because I work <laughs> yeah, with them all the I time. I get that, I understand um, that. <laughs> but I'm a massive fan of, of um, two things, really, the NBA and comedy. So Have a Word is, is one that I'm listening to a lot at the moment. Um, and Andrew Schultz is, is another comedy podcast that I, I, I really like. He, he does Flagrant 2, um, which is a basketball term. So didn't know <laughs> straight over my head. <laughs> so uh, so immediately I was, I was like, oh, I'll listen to this. <laughs> um, and then there's like the NBA podcasts that are out there um, and things just to keep up on the news um, uh, of what's going on because obviously the time zones are slightly different. Mm, mm. So those those po- there's one that I've, has always stuck in my mind and had a huge impact on my life, which I would recommend anybody to go and listen to, which is called. The hilarious world of depression, uh, and it's a, a dude that interviews comedians and writers about their mental illnesses, and it's done in such an elegant way. Uh, he narrates over it. He paints a picture of, of the scene of like how the person's sitting, how, what they look like, um, their sort of demeanour when they're talking about a certain part of their story, and it's I've. It's, it's the only podcast I think I've ever listened to that made me genuinely cry. Wow. Um, when I was listening to a guy talk about, talk, talk about his struggles with mental wow. health. It's, it's, ama- yeah. it's an amazing show. That's the power of podcasts, isn't it? And we never would have heard it because it never would have made it to TV or radio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, that is why this, this sort of content is so important. And anyone can do it. You can do it from home. Anyone <laughs> you can do it from your bedroom. It from your wardrobe where I do it (laughs) (laughs) well that is a very good place to do it if you don't have an acoustically treated room (laughs) thank you so much for joining us today Matthew thanks for having me hey nerds I'm Sarah the paper nerd and if you've ever wondered what goes into that greeting card you just sent or received well quite a lot get your paper fix on the paper fold where I host an enchanting mix of personalities and players all nerding out on my favorite topic stationery from the designs of our snail mail communications to the precious space created when two people correspond, there's a lot to cover. So come grab a seat in the stationary community's only five-star paper salon, The Paperfold, now part of the Evergreen Podcast Network.